Welcome back to Bankruptcy 101. I'm your host, bankruptcy attorney Roger Kraft, and this is a podcast where I give you some of the basics about filing bankruptcy to help you better understand how that process works and hopefully help you avoid some of the pitfalls that can come along with it. Before we get into today's episode, I just want to say thank you so much for all of our listeners who have downloaded the episodes in this podcast. You have helped make this podcast the number one consumer bankruptcy podcast in North America. And I just want to say thanks to our listeners. I hope that you are learning from this podcast. I hope that it is helping you in your situation. All right, let's dig into today's subject. This is landlords and leases and how those are affected in a bankruptcy, whether it's a Chapter 7 or a Chapter 13. Now, I may have a little more unique perspective on this issue because in addition to being a bankruptcy attorney and dealing with landlords and leases in all of the bankruptcies that I file, I'm also a landlord. So I have a tendency to look at this issue from both sides, both perspectives. And before we dive too deep into it, I want to give you this number one rule that you need to remember if you've got a lease and you're dealing with a landlord and it comes to filing bankruptcy. Rule number one. When it comes to dealing with a lease and a bankruptcy, if you remember nothing else from this episode, remember this. If you want to continue living where you are living after you file for bankruptcy, you must continue to pay your rent and you must pay it on time. The court isn't going to allow you to use the court as some kind of a shield to hide behind while you live rent free. So if you learn nothing else from this episode, remember If you want to live there, you got to pay to live there. Now, this area of the law can become very complex. And in fact, the section of the bankruptcy code that deals with leases is one of the longer, more convoluted sections of the code. And trying to sit down and read it and understand it will make you never want to open up a bankruptcy code again. Because of that, we're just going to be touching on a few of the more common issues that arise when a person files for Chapter 7 or Chapter 13 bankruptcy and they've got a lease involved. Now, we're talking about residential leases. We're not going to talk about commercial leases in this context. That's a subject for another day and another episode. So right now, we're going to just talk about residential leases. These are leases where you have signed a contract to live in a house or an apartment, a condo, townhome, whatever it is. You've signed that lease, and that lease is still in effect at the time that you file your bankruptcy. So let's first talk about Chapter 7. When you file a 7, you've got two options in dealing with that lease that's currently in effect. You can either assume that lease, meaning you want to stay in that place, you want to continue to pay rent and live there, or you can reject that lease, meaning you're ready to get out of that place. You're done with this landlord. You're done with living there. You want to move somewhere else. Now, it's not uncommon for a lease to have a provision in it that says something like, if you file for bankruptcy, the lease is terminated. Don't be afraid of signing a lease with that provision. Don't let it keep you from filing a bankruptcy because those kinds of terms in a lease are not generally enforceable if you file a bankruptcy. The the landlord can put whatever they want in that lease. But if you file Chapter 7, you're still going to have certain rights. You're going to have the right to assume that lease or to reject it and get out of it. So don't be worried about those provisions and don't let it keep you from filing bankruptcy. All right, now... It's come time for you to file the bankruptcy. You've met with your attorney. Your attorney needs to know a few things about your lease before we file the Chapter 7. First and foremost, we need to know if you're behind on your rent because we need to know how to treat that rent that you're behind on. 
Second, we need to know if you want to stay in that place and continue to live there. And third, we need to know if your landlord has received any kind of a judgment against you in an eviction or an unlawful detainer action. And we're going to talk about all three of those right now. Here's why we need to know if you're current on your rent. If you're behind on the rent and you want to stay in that place and assume the lease, you're going to have to get current with that rent and you're going to have to do it pretty quickly. That's where it becomes pretty difficult because if you had several months worth of rent money lying around so that you could come current, you might not be filing bankruptcy at all. Now, the reason we need to know if you want to stay in that property after filing bankruptcy is because we want to make sure that we let the court, the trustee, and the landlord know that you intend on staying and that you've put together a budget that shows that you can afford to stay there and that it's reasonable. Now, this third one is kind of the real kicker. If your landlord was already in the process of evicting you, things get a little bit more tricky. You might be able to stay, but again, you're going to have to come current on the rent right away at the very least. And the laws on the eviction are going to vary from state to state, and they're based on state law. So you're going to want to check with an attorney where you live to see how that eviction is going to be handled in your bankruptcy. But, and here's the big but in all of this, if the landlord has already obtained a judgment against you in that eviction action or unlawful detainer action, there isn't much your attorney is going to be able to do to keep you in that property if you file a Chapter 7. Now, you're likely going to be able to discharge any of the past due rent that you owed to that landlord prior to filing the bankruptcy, but that landlord is likely going to come into the bankruptcy court and ask the court to lift the automatic stay and force you out. And the court is almost always going to grant that request to the landlord. Now, there's a few states out there that give you some other options. So again, make sure you're checking with an attorney in your state to see if there are any other options. Now, if you're current on your rent when you file your Chapter 7, it's pretty straightforward. You simply inform the court that you'll be assuming that lease, and you keep making your payments as normal. Your landlord does not have the right to terminate your lease simply because you filed bankruptcy. So that's basically how it's handled in a Chapter 7. Either you reject the lease and move out right away, or you assume the lease and make sure you're current and you continue to stay current while you're in there. All right. Now let's talk briefly about how the lease is handled in a Chapter 13. Much of it's similar to a Chapter 7, but there are some differences. Remember, a Chapter 13 is a repayment plan where you're paying some of your debt back to the creditors. And you're going to have to treat that lease in your Chapter 13 plan. Just like in a 7, you'll be able to reject it or assume it. Okay. When it comes to paying past due rent in a Chapter 13, you're going to have to pay it back pretty quickly in your plan, or the landlord's going to object to the confirmation of your Chapter 13 plan and ask for permission to go forward with the eviction. Now, the bankruptcy code uses the word promptly when it's talking about paying that past due rent, but the code doesn't really define what promptly means. But your landlord is probably going to be able to successfully argue that promptly doesn't mean waiting for the full length of your three to five year plan to pass. And also, you're going to have to show in your chapter 13 budget that you have the ability to pay that rent and that the rent is reasonable in your situation. If you're earning $4,000 a month and you're living in a property that's got a rent of $3,000 a month, a trustee might object saying this is just not a reasonable lease for you to, to uh, assume. 
So the advice that I can give you if you're filing a Chapter 13 and you want to continue in your current lease, honestly, is just be current on your rent at the time that you file your Chapter 13. That is going to make things go so much smoother for you, your attorney, your landlord, and the trustee. Okay, we're going to finish up in this episode by answering two questions, or at least talking about two of the most common questions that I get from clients about leases when we're working on filing a bankruptcy for them. One of the most popular questions I get is this. If I file, will it stop a current eviction? Now, we talked about this a little bit earlier, but I just want to make sure we're clear on this issue and we're all on the same page. If you listen to episode five of this podcast about the automatic stay, you learned that when you file a bankruptcy, the automatic stay goes into effect and all collection efforts have to stop immediately. Well, an eviction is going to fall into that category as a collection effort. And that lawsuit on the eviction is going to have to stop when you file your bankruptcy. So short answer is yes, filing the bankruptcy is going to stop the eviction process. But that's not going to last forever. If you're not paying your rent or your back rent, that landlord, again, they're going to be able to come into the bankruptcy court and tell the judge, you're not paying your rent. It's not fair for you to live there rent-free. And they're going to ask for permission to lift the automatic stay and go forward with the eviction. And guess what? The judge, almost every time, is going to side with the landlord and give them that relief from the automatic stay. So, That filing of the bankruptcy just to stop an eviction, it's going to work, but it's only going to be a temporary band-aid for you. It might give you time to get your things packed up and move out. It might give you time to work something out with a landlord, but don't expect the filing of that bankruptcy to solve your problems if you've got past due rent. All right, question number two that we get a lot of, will a landlord rent to me after I file a bankruptcy? Well, the answer to that depends on a few factors. So let's first talk about Chapter 7. First of all, I have never had a Chapter 7 client that couldn't find a place to live shortly after filing a Chapter 7. So you've filed your Chapter 7, you've rejected the lease on the place that you're currently living in, you want to go find something new and move somewhere else. Most of the time, you're going to be able to find a landlord that'll rent to you. And here's why. The new landlord knows that you just filed a Chapter 7, and you're not going to be able to file another Chapter 7 for eight more years. So that landlord isn't risking as much in having you file another Chapter 7 and rejecting this new lease. So they're more apt to rent to you. Also, that new landlord knows that you most likely just got rid of a bunch, if not all, of your debt in your Chapter 7, and so you should be able to afford this new lease payment. That's why you're going to find landlords uh, renting to you more often after you've done a Chapter 7 than in a Chapter 13. So let's talk about Chapter 13 because that's a very different story. Some landlords don't want to rent to you if you are in the middle of a Chapter 13. And here's why. Well, that landlord knows that at any time during your chapter 13, you may be able to convert your chapter 13 to a chapter 7. And when you do that, you can reject the lease, you can include any of your past due rent in that new chapter 7, and you can just walk away. So there are some landlords out there that don't want to take a chance on renting to you if you're in the middle of a chapter 13. So if that's your situation, in that case, you may need to find a co-signer on the lease 
or you may want to make sure your landlord is on board and understands that you have filed this and try to work something out with them. Well, hopefully that answers most of the general questions you might have had when it comes to landlords and leases in a bankruptcy. If you've got more questions on that subject, reach out to a bankruptcy attorney in your area. If you're in the state of Utah, feel free to reach out to me. I'm your host, bankruptcy attorney Roger Kraft. That's Kraft with a K. And this is Bankruptcy 101. Bankruptcy 101.